Hello everyone, welcome to the Joel Podcast. Today we have a very important topic. A topic that I think that a lot of you are going to really relate to. It's a topic about trust and what trust means to uh, to us personally as, as people, what it might mean to you, and what the social sciences fields have to say about the very foundation of trust and what trust means in the greater broader view so today we have some special guests um first i will start with fernando fernando can you introduce yourself hello everyone uh, my name is fernando i am a amateur photographer on the side um, and i live right now in san diego all right okay your turn Hi, uh, good evening. I'm Joaquin. I work in the hospitality industry. I'm currently working as a concierge. And finally, our final guest, Lander. Mm -hmm. Hi, good evening. Uh, my name is Lander. Um, I'm a uh, psych major and I work in retail customer service. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Um, so for now, now that the introductions are out the way, I'm so happy that you guys are here with me to share this uh, this very important topic. And Thank you. Um, who would like to start? Like what? Like Fernando, what do you think about trust? <clears throat> well, thank you again for having me here. Um, I think about trust personally, um, uh, you could look at it in two different perspectives. Uh, you can look at the idea of individual trust, you can look at the idea of trusting other people. Uh, for me, um, I think trusts are very correlated with the idea of faith, as in you need to have faith in the person or faith in yourself. So you have to trust the process so you can actually um build or get to what you want to get to with the individuals for example um you need to trust like if you're like from for example i'm a manager in my store i need to trust that my employees would do what they're going to do and that's very important because if i don't trust them then i'm not going to get anywhere uh with my with my um i'm not going to get anywhere as an as a leader because that would at least alleviate a lot of my responsibilities to them as well. They also feel more entitled. They feel better because I'm able to trust them. Of course, um, there are situations they might break that trust, but you just have to find ways to mend it if it's possible. If not, then you just you just kind of if you can't mend it, then you just leave it alone and just go about it as best you can. Um, it's Trust is very finicky, but um, I'm going to leave it there and let uh, Joaquin add his point. Hi, Joaquin. What do you think about trust? Like, for you personally as an individual, what does trust mean to you? I think uh, as a person, myself, and whether it's my colleagues or friend, I believe trust is uh, a bond that you create uh, experience 
with people or such individual it could be a co-worker a friend a relative uh trust is a very how can i say this it's a two-way street and it depends on both parties trust is is a relationship between being being honest and vulnerable with that person. Yeah, I agree. I think that trust is a very, very hard thing to get. It, trust is a, a complicated thing because sometimes you trust people and, you know, sometimes you give that trust to the wrong person. And sometimes you do give it to the right person as well. Um, trust is a frail thing, as some people would say. Um, how about you, Lander? What do you think about trust? Like, what foundations and what, as a psych major yourself, like, what do you think trust is to you as an individual? I think, um... For me as a psych major, I feel like for myself as trust, the way I see it is that it's the very essential, um, um, one of the very essential things that you will need in order to have a relationship, regardless of the type of relationship that you have and regardless of, um, you know, regardless of gender as well. I feel like trust is, um, is essential for us as humans to be able to be able to put our faith and you know and belief in one another i mean at the end of the day is all we have each other and if we don't trust if we cannot even trust each other then what do we have you know as a society even you know as an individual as well it's about you know it's about working together to grow and develop as the relationship, you know, um, moves forward. I feel like to me, trust um, it takes year, it takes years to build. It's something that it, you keep working at it every day. You don't stop. And as well as you also see the other person as well you know, progress and the way they treat you and the way, you know, and how much they're willing to either open up or they are willing to accept you for who you are. I feel like trust um, plays a huge role in that. Honestly, I completely agree. I think trust is a, uh, at least for me personally, I don't know what the guys think, but trust is something that when you meet somebody you are you have your shield up at least i do like when i meet somebody i usually have my shield up because i don't know what to expect i don't know if the person has my best interests at heart like you know you're 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 starting to create that relationship whatever that relationship may be and you're trying to figure out what your place or trust level will be with this person based on the conversations you have based on the based on the foundations that you both are laying 
into that relationship, whatever that relationship may be. It might be a professional relationship. It might be a um, a significant other. It might be a brother and sister bond or a brother and brother bond or best friends and stuff like that. Like You don't know how that relationship is going to develop until time has passed. And, you know, it's different for siblings and um, with your family because that relationship grows over time like you know these people since you were a kid since you were a baby so that that type of trust that type of foundation is different for many people like for example me I was very close to my mother I'm very close to my siblings and and when you think about it not many people have that not many people have that closeness of trust and and that foundation that you can tell them anything they won't judge you for it and then, like, you have friends or, or acquaintances that you meet through your life and you're like, can I trust this person? Is this person, um, does this person have my best interests at heart? And sometimes you let these people in because you don't know what to expect, but you know, you're, you, you have built that foundation and you feel that you can trust these people with whatever you want to tell them. And I think that is good that people let their shields down i like i let my shields down when I've, i feel comfortable with you like i feel comfortable with you i feel comfortable with joaquin i feel comfortable with fernando but you know those relationships we have built that foundation over years whereas there's people that don't get to build that foundation very well and it could be many reasons but I will hold it right there for now. I want to know what Fernando thinks or Joaquin thinks about this. Like, who wants to go first? I agree with most of you guys said. Um, trust is very finicky. Um, in a lot of ways, it is um, to build bonds. It takes a lot of time, like you guys were saying. And like Joel, for example, I know you since we've been together since the third grade. That's been a relationship that we haven't been building throughout the years. And even though we have differences at certain points, we've been able to, because of our relationship, we've been able to overcome those obstacles to be where we are today. And that is that shows maturity. That shows trust in each other. It just shows the strength of our bond. And I think that's very powerful and beautiful, in my personal opinion. Um, and also, I think in a lot of ways, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a lot about faith. Because at the end of the day, like you said earlier, you do not know when you're going to talk to someone or meet someone new whether or not that relationship is going to flourish to anything. It's almost it's almost like a it's almost like you're throwing it into the air. It's like, well, whatever happens, happens, kind of thing, you know. And it's just beautiful to me. I I find to me that's why I, I personally don't believe in the idea of destiny. I believe more in the idea that things just happen because it's more magical that way for me. Um, because if I believe in the idea that the world uh, just happens and these relationships just happens, to me, it, it feels more organic. And to know that these individuals that are coming into my life are relationships that I can, that we can mold together because of the circumstances we both happen to be in, I think it makes them more powerful. Um, and it makes it more... You know, to me, it's more amazing in that aspect. Um, but that's uh, that's why I'm going to leave it. How about I, 
I definitely uh, agree with Fernando. Uh, uh, trust is almost like uh, fate or having fate. I mean, you are in a position where you become vulnerable. And throughout time, when you meet people or or you're having a, a friendship or or a relationship with somebody is something that is like a a, a building block. And uh, you know, to entrust somebody is being vulnerable, basically being vulnerable and being yourself, and then entrusting whoever that who entrusting in that relationship or friendship that you're gonna hold that person. Uh, accountable and hold that person to respect you your integrity who you are same goes for yourself also with that person you know i do agree that um it's just more than just trust it's like it's a bond it's a link that you create with that person and you basically um cheer many uh many faces uh of life with that person so it's a it's a very uh it's a very frail thing you know and one thing that i like is that um when people um invest time uh, time into knowing you uh, invest time into uh respecting your ideals you know, etc. I think that's one of the building blocks of trust, you know. It's just being vulnerable and being accepted uh, for who you are and vice versa. I agree. I think that when it comes to trust and and those very foundations of what trust means to you as a person, it usually has to do with the level of trust that you bring into the table. It's a two-way street, like you said. Like, if I give 50-50 or like 100% of, of of my trust to you or to any of you in the, in the in, right now in the podcast, then it's because I trust you. And I'm the type of person that if I let you in, it, it should mean something to you because I don't let everyone in. I let the people that I know I can trust with my life or like with my with my thoughts with my with my secrets with my dreams my aspirations and you know people that would be a a an 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 ear to me like with any advice those are the people I come to it's the people that I trust the people that I feel close with you know what I mean so it's very important I think that when you're building that foundation of a friendship or a foundation of of at, uh, at the workplace that you you know your expectations from both sides and you get to know the person that's in front of you because and that they get to know you too because if they don't know how you are then they're not able to respond to situations the way that you expect you know what I mean? Like, let's say for example, I don't like when people um, ask a question about me, but not 
asks me directly or about somebody that I care about because I think that for respect and for um, understanding for you know not to be messages not to be misconstrued or or um and to navigate that you know that situation like with the respect and diligence that this should come to the source instead of like deviating and asking somebody else that doesn't know all the facts that don't know all the information you know what I mean it's better to go to the person that you have built that foundation with instead of deviating from that foundation and asking somebody else because when you do that you are creating a rift and mistrust you're already like creating like a you're you're literally dividing the bridge <laughs> like the bridge was connected now the bridge is like separating at least that's how i see it i don't know how you guys see it like like if let's say somebody doesn't um share your same thoughts when it comes to trust and the and the way that you are as a person that they don't respect that and like they try to bypass that by asking somebody else something about you or about somebody that you know and like you know deviating like asking somebody else like like a question or you know stuff like that like i think i think it's very important to be very honest with yourself and very um open to being direct with the person that you trust because if you're not if you're not direct if you're not honest with yourself or with other people then what's the point like you're already you're already like creating a rift in the trust if you're not able to to be forward and say how you feel or ask the person a question that you thought you should have asked and instead of asking that person directly you go to somebody else to get the answer when that person might not provide you with all the facts so you know stuff like that like those type of scenarios i don't know what you guys think what do you guys think from what i'm hearing joel it sounds like to you trust and respect correlate together am i correct correct i agree with that I, um, if you don't mind, um, I have a short story. Um, I had a situation actually just recently um, with someone I consider a very close friend that we had a small disagreement. And in that disagreement, um, a lot of personal attacks of things that I personally have voiced with this individual were thrown back at me. Um, usually, I'm very careful with who I talk to and what I say. And this is a person I've known for... I want to say about seven years now. And so when I have this individual go out of their way to use something that I've mentioned and use that as a weapon against me, it really surprised me. It was, what are you doing? What did I do exactly that was so harmful that you went out of your way to harm me? You're trying to harm me. And um, to me, that relationship is trust. is never going to be the same. They could try to apologize, but they have not tried. And... I actually, it's funny enough, we're having this conversation about trust because I was just talking to my sister about this exact same topic. And um, we both realized that the relationship with this individual is never going to be the same because for me, respect is the most important aspect of a relationship. 
And if you decide to disrespect that, that I, like you said yourself, if I allowed you into my circle and I allowed you to be with me, um, to develop, to grow, and, you know, and you decide to try to harm me, that tells me more about you. That tells me that you yourself um, are, that tells me that you yourself don't trust yourself or scared or something to try to try to find a way to hurt me. And I don't find that to be, um, I don't find that, I don't find that correct. And so, and so really, I think what's so difficult about today's world is that we're, we're, we're more tied down to social media. We don't socialize face to face very often. The only place that we really socialize with people is either at work or at school. Um, and school was for at least two years or three years where it was mostly all online. So we were not having a physical interaction with people. So we were not even building proper bonds with people for a while. I can't even imagine what the new gener the new gen is going to have to deal with because they missed out on all those years of interaction. So the issue I'm seeing here is that um, trust, um, to really um, build these levels of trust that we're talking about, we need to be able to build relationships. And I believe that in the direction we're going, those relationships that we want, uh, society has been able to cultivate and create, um, I don't think they're going to be as easy as they were before, thanks to COVID, thanks to all the situation we're dealing with in today's world. And like I said, again, social media, which is also making us, even though we're very connected right now, we're all across the country right now, we're also very divided in a lot of ways. And uh, there's a lot of growing we still need to do to really get to a, a conclusion that we can uh, for as a society, we can actually start developing and growing and building bonds again, um, because I think that's the cult. I think that's the crux of this whole situation. Like, I don't think people trust because they don't really have the ability to create those bonds. They don't trust themselves to create those bonds, and when they do create those bonds, they get hurt by one or two people, and now they believe that the entire world is evil. Which is, we all know, that's not true. But I think I talked enough. So let Hawking go. <laughs> All right, Hawking, go ahead. Oh, uh, I will be, uh, I guess I can say Lander. something. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I guess from picking it back from what you were saying, just about social media, I feel like when it comes to trust, social media makes it so much harder. And what I mean by that is that we are so disconnected from one another. You know, when the time that we came up, we were growing up, the first relationship in the first friendship that you get to know is your, your friend from school. As a kid, that relationship that you build at being a, uh, you being a baby and then you become, you know, a teenager, those relationships are what, you know, fundamentally strong for us but now we live in a society where social media dictates what type of friends and what type of um, social groups you belong in and then you get like pigeonhole into a social group and on top of that we also need to want to blend in or try to you know fit in instead of fitting out you know what i'm saying so trust also and also navigating also trust when it comes to even dating 
comes with social media. Like, trust has made it seem like it's so important when it comes to dating. But then again, it's also risky. Because you don't know who's behind the keyboard that you're speaking to. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like social media have disconnected us as human beings. Instead of interacting and going on a date and meeting somebody in person, I feel like that form of interaction is really disappearing from the, you know, in front of our eyes. Instead, we're replaced with this idea that we're behind a monitor or a phone, a laptop, a computer, you know, and this is how we interact with each other. Like, we're, how are we supposed to build a bond with someone or interact with someone? You know, even, like, try to put your trust in someone, you know, when you're basically, you're basically blindfolded. At the idea of you meeting someone, you know, or being able to even trust. And even then, when you trust someone and that person hurts you, that trust as a person as you know, as a human, for your de your defense mechanism, you start to basically create walls, and you'll be like, you know, maybe you become distrusting, even with your own self. You start questioning yourself. You start second guessing yourself. If this is what I'm, you know, if this is feels, does this feel right? Does it feel like, you know, should I trust this person? Should I not trust this person? And the more experience you gain the more trust either you know either you less trust people or you're more willing to give people a second chance or the benefit of the doubt depending on what your experience is in the real world and i feel like when it comes to the real world experiences are more likely to be more negative than positive damn that's a lot to take in <laughs> I I agree, like, um, partially, because you're right, social media does create that atmosphere of an illusion, like, people only post their happy moments, people don't post their sad moments, people don't, people don't put their complete self out there when it comes to social media, because why for? If you paint a picture of a happy life, then people are going to think that you're happy, but they don't see what's behind the scenes, they don't see the struggles that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. They don't see the the environment that you're in. They don't know what's behind the picture. They only see what's in front of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But also, I also think that we are in a time now where people only want to appeal to their their good times they don't want to appear to be vulnerable uh people also now they're not investing investing in the power of relationship or building relationship everybody's like caught up in their own world wanting to be accepted etc etc and i think that's one of the things that we are losing actually uh, building relationship and connection should be a priority uh, for humankind. I mean, we are all in the people business and relationships should be everything. 
is the only way that we can get to know each other and work as a community, whether it's a community, whether it's a work group or friendship, you know, love interest or your fiance or husband. Um, we're lacking a lot of communication and it just feels like uh, everybody is like in their own corner. Everybody's like afraid, you know, to show themselves or who they really are. And at the same time, like, we're all in this weird way, in, like in a competition, you know, waiting to see who's going to do who to who, you know. And I say that we, as a society right now, are living in, in like scary time. Um, we are not uh, trusting in each other or building meaningful relationships. It's all about what we, what can we get from what person or from where. It's not about, oh, how can I uh, create a friendship or a meaningf meaningful relationship that could be beneficial, not just for the both parties, but it could grow into something else. So I have a question for each of you then. Do you trust yourself and are you someone that others can trust? That's a beautiful question, Joel. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think you need to have a certain level of trust to exist. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think this kind of equates to what I said earlier about the concept of faith, but in all honesty, um, I think to live, you need to trust that you yourself can do whatever you can do to become a better individual. At the same time, you also need to try, you also need to trust the process because let's be honest, you're going to meet like 10 people and I promise you none of those people probably not going to be your friends. Um, it, it is what it is, you know, and you as an individual need to be able to be strong, be able to overcome these obstacles to uh, become a better individual and in the long term because Think about it, as we, we as men, we do the approach and let's say we want to go approach a woman, we need to, if we, we, get, we, get, uh, we get rejected, that's going to hurt. So we need to just keep trusting ourselves if we're going to keep moving forward, we need to trust the process. And I think what's so um, difficult in today's world is that a lot of people don't know how to do basic things or basic social, uh, social skills, uh, such as, you know, approaching a girl, talking to random people in the park, or, um, you know... Uh, just basic things even at work, yeah, how to have proper customer service to even talk to an individual. And these skills are dying out in a lot of ways, unfortunately. Or people, I think a lot has to do with the fact that a lot of people are just glued to their screen. I, you know, and so for myself, I, I try my best to talk to people, um, make at least some level of bonds with people. I don't try to share too much, but I try to make at least a, a, a small bond with individuals, try to remember at least one or two things about them. I try to, um, um, I try my best to, um, me myself, be as open as I possibly can because um, I think if as open as I can be when I'm having an interaction with someone, it shows them that I'm giving them a level of trust to build, to build that relationship. For example, um, let's say I'm meeting someone, um, someone new. I try my best to, I tell them something about myself and, um, that to 
that relates to what they were talking about. So they understand that, hey, I'm in the same boat as you are, or at least I was in the same boat as you are. So I understand your struggles. So at least they understand that I am one of you. So we can build to some level of relationship with that, with that person. Um, if you can't have any level of empathy, I don't know how you can, me personally, I wouldn't know how you can build any level of trust with anyone. I don't think it's personally possible. I think you need to be able to know that you yourself can go to a relationship and say, hey, I, um, I don't care whether or not you're going to hurt me or not. I'm here to see where we're going to go. I trust myself enough to know that I will do my due diligence to pick the right relationship with the individuals. Um, because you're the one who's going to make, you're the one who's making that choice. It's your power, it's your freedom. Um, if you don't trust yourself, I do not know where you're going to go in the world. That's, you know, that's at least the way I see it. You, you just can't go into this idea that, hey, um, I want to have a 10 friend, I want to have friends, but you don't go out of your way to do activities that's going to allow you to meet people who do, um, you, you're not going out of your way to meet people and those activities that might want to do them with you, like go on a hike, go to the park, go to the museums. You might meet people in these situations that actually correlate with a lot of the things you actually enjoy. And you might actually create a good bond. That way we can actually get away from this whole concept of just being stuck behind a screen um, that a lot of us are stuck behind pretty much almost 24-7 nowadays. How about you, Hoking? Do you trust yourself and are you someone that others can trust? I would say that I do trust myself and I'm somebody that other people could trust. I sometimes in my workplace, uh, in general, I really come across as very friendly and open you know, to go the extra mile and help out, you know, whoever I can. Um, but um, also part of my personality, like I'm an introverted person. So like, uh, for me, it's like, I don't know if because I'm introverted or not, but it's hard for me to like really have like uh, regular conversations, like just with anybody. I think that's one of the, I think, at least for me myself, I think maybe that's like something that I might struggle with, you know. So for you, um, being as an introvert, for you is about allowing time to pass for you to get comfortable and then being able to to share part of yourself with whoever you're speaking with, whoever you're building that foundation of a relationship of trust with. Yes, I could give an example, like my old job that I had, um, I normally work uh, surrounded with um, uh, older uh, men, and I always felt like there was not like uh, some sort of level of respect, like there was, but not completely, you know, sometimes you're surrounded with people with different ideas, and you have your own personality and they view you as a kid, you know. Um, but in the in the new job that I have now where I'm working at is different. Everybody's very accepting of who they are. And I sense that in the atmosphere. Like you notice in the workplace, um in my old workplace I just felt uncomfortable. Like it's just things that little breadcrumbs that you see, you know.
so it definitely had to do with like the the work culture that you had in your previous job that created like a an atmosphere where you didn't feel comfortable where you didn't feel like you were able to trust and share stuff about yourself with yes and do you come across certain uh workplaces like that and i have to say when everybody is like themselves welcoming and not judgmental of who you are uh you tend to uh, have uh, and build this trust around you you tend to you know your you know your take your guard down you know and try to you know bond and get to know your co-workers and build relationship which is something that i really do uh love right now that makes sense sometimes it's about the people that you're surrounded with that makes you feel accepted and appreciated and not just at the workplace but liking anything mm-hmm. how about you lander do you trust yourself and are you someone others can trust yeah no yeah i do trust myself i think um one of the things that I have learned, um, being able to establish trust with others, is also following your instincts. You know, knowing who to trust and who not to trust. I think if, you know, as you get older, you become more wiser. You start seeing things, you know. But what for me, that's my, my tool, I would say. I follow my instincts when it comes to trusting people. Um, of course, I'm a person that I, that someone can trust me um, with anything. Honestly, I'm always there for them whenever they need me. You know, um, you know, um, day or night. Um, I'm always consistent. I feel like trust is something that you you build not only at not only with time, but you also build with actions. Not just words, you know. One thing you can say something that you will do, but if you do it, you know, and you do it, you know, with an open heart and you're willing to, and not, you know, and not express something in return. I think that's being, you know, I think that's the best form of uh, trust that someone can have. I can see that. Sometimes it's hard for people to let. Sometimes it's hard for people to let them to let themselves be vulnerable, though. Like, especially because of the life experiences that everyone has. Like everybody's upbringing was different. Like mine's, I grew up in a in a single family, a single single. You know, my mother was basically raising five kids on her own like literally like figuratively like she worked her ass off and she she gave us everything that we needed love attention like if she knew like when we were sad or or um or like 
she was just there. She was just there. She was always present. And I think not many people get that. And not many, not, not many people have that connection to with their families. And and I've known kids that, because um, my mother used to do foster care, and we used to have kids over in our house. And and I think that's one of the reasons like why I wanted to pursue a career in social work, because I saw how these kids were being raised by their parents and how much help how much help they needed and you know those type of situations they gravitate to you as a person with empathy too like uh it's it's tough life is tough on people like we don't know anybody's life story we just only the, the only the stuff that they share with us or the things that we can observe with our eyes so i think that's also important to take note that that not everyone is fortunate to have a uh, a complete family and sometimes the complete family is just your brothers and sisters and your mother or or your father whoever is you know those people that you consider close so as i think that's also important to take note because that's again that's another level of trust what do you guys think <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's, I mean, from what we're gathering here, we are all very sacrif. We give too much, or we give a lot of ourselves when it comes to our relationships. So we obviously need to make sure that the individuals we trust um, are people that are going to add value to our lives. I think that's the most important thing we need to actually put into words: is people that we add to our lives are going to be people that are going to add value and going to be people that we can cult- we can grow with as uh, more as individuals, um, you know. It's funny in a in a show uh, in an anime. It's funny they, uh, called Naruto. There was actually a scene. I'm just going to talk about just a particular quote. I'm not going to talk about the whole scene. That there was a between two characters, and um, and this particular part of the show, they were in constant war. And uh, one of the quotes that was said by one of the characters in this section was that no one wants to show their guts to each other. I think that kind of equates a lot to what we're dealing with in today's society. Uh, that no one really wants to show their true self to each other, even a snippet of it. And uh, we are, if any, if anything, uh, we have become more individualism. Uh, more, and uh, that doesn't help anything. And that doesn't help society because we grow more because of those interactions. And those interactions are important for us as individuals, for us to develop. And also for the world to develop and for communities to develop, we cannot allow. Uh, we um, if we if we don't have that kind of level of trust, um, it it it, it won't work. And I'm going back to what we were talking about you too, Joel. That um, about family. Um, I agree. For me, my family was just me and my mother. I didn't have siblings, and uh, it was just my friends in the neighborhood. So. Uh, I didn't even realize I even had siblings until I was at least bare minimum ten years old. Now I have a great relationship with my sisters, but growing up, I didn't have sisters. So, and now when I talk to my sisters, we have almost created such a bond that it feels like we never miss a beat. We can talk for hours on end, and I love my sisters to death, and I hope them the the best in life, honestly, at this particular point. Um, uh, but I guess... um. I guess the one thing I would say um, when it comes to trust is 
the most important thing about trust is trust yourself. Um, if you cannot trust yourself in the process of what you're trying to do um, and the people you're interacting with, it doesn't matter the people that you're going to allow in. If you constantly fear you're going to be hurt, then that means you don't trust yourself that you're going to make right selections. There's, I, there's a, I go by the quote um, that there, I go by the quote and that life is suffering. And we're going to suffer. We're going to constantly be in pain. And, and the only way we're going to allow these relationships to manifest as we wish them to is that we need to allow ourselves to be hurt. We're going to get hurt one way or another. And we're going to find some good apples along the way. And I think that's, I think personally, I think that's what makes these relationships so meaningful is that we're willing to allow ourselves to put, in, put ourselves in those vulnerable situations for potentially an actual gain and uh, to allow a potential gain in the process. Otherwise, you know, I don't want to go down the nihilistic pathway either because if we end up going down that pathway, then we end up becoming, you know, potentially we can become a closet person who doesn't want to talk to people. And we just go back in the same vicious cycle of just being in social media all over again. So what's the point um, of not trusting yourself in, the, in potentially meeting people? I agree. It's it's uh it's trial and error when you think about it, because you just don't know who will be in your life forever, and you don't know who's just there to make an appearance. That makes sense, right? Like some people are meant to be there forever, like at least until you, the day you die, and then there's like people that come into your life for a bit, and then like they. They did the contribution to your self-growth, and then they depart to do their own thing, and you wish them well, and that's it. I think this is what makes them so beautiful, don't you think, Joel? Because um, maybe those interactions were not meant to be long, but they they gave you something, even though they didn't last that long. Even though it was like a relationship with an individual that you trusted for a month. It's okay. You learn something from that individual. Whether it was something you did or something they did, that was still something you could be able to carry on for your potential following relationships. It's for any relationship. I feel like uh, for me personally, like letting somebody in is hard because I'm always like I'm, I'm very empathetic. Like I feel a lot like I feel like a lot <laughs> you don't understand and when I get hurt I get hurt <laughs> like I really do and um, I think when if I let you in it's because you you mean something to me so like if you if you basically do me wrong for example then the walls just come right back up. <laughs> and possibly it doesn't go down again. Because I'm the type of person that... I give people chances. I think I believe in giving people chances. I think that... As as human beings, if we don't give other people the opportunity to right their wrongs with you or... With um, the people around you, then... You're doing it to the service to them and to yourself. Because they might... They might be that person that you finally let in and 
you build great friendship or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's difficult to... People never get to know you fully. That's one thing that you should always know. Like, people do not always know you fully. People only know the side that you bring out. The side that you allow them to see. And you you yourself dictate whether you want to be vulnerable or whether you want to share a life story about yourself that you probably never told one of your old friends and maybe it's easier to tell this new friend like hey this is what happened in my life at this point in time and I'm sharing sharing it with you because I find it that it might be harder to share it with a person that I know for years so you know it depends on the it just depends on the foundation I don't know if that makes sense but <laughs> It makes sense, honestly. Um, no, and I agree. Relationships are hard, but I'm gonna let Joaquin talk because I feel like I talked enough. What did you have to say, Joaquin Orlando? I do agree. Um, uh, for me, it's it's really hard to be honest with you. Like, uh, gone through life pretty much just me myself, like. I, you have to say, I really don't, I really I haven't really focused on building relationship because I, 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 I do feel like I myself, I'm very guarded. I'm a very guarded person. That makes sense. And, and, um, and the whole aspect of trust also is just that a uh, very guarded person and at the same time people are very judgmental like people are very judgmental in general you know when it comes to meeting other people and whatnot you know sometimes people don't know what where you come from that's part of it or just because you look different or are a certain way you know and um I had had that experience where you come across certain people, like you just uh, mentioned, that uh, sometimes you feel comfortable talking about certain things that you've never spoken with somebody else, with uh, either your family member or somebody that is close to you, you know? Um, can I ask you a question, um, Joaquin? Yeah. Uh, uh... Why would you say you're too guarded? Like what, you don't have to go into details, but what do you feel like has caused you to be, uh, you know, I guess you could say the best word I can use is just hide yourself so much to potentially not try to build relationship with other people. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I really trust people in general. Maybe that's just me. Do you I'm, not, I'm not like really very trusting is that a part of you that feels like a person might do you wrong so you always keep your guard up because if you keep your guard up then you're already prepared in some ways to not get hurt or not be uh or not let that situation affect you deeply Not really, it's just that 
I feel like, you know, when you, you already uh, are an adult and, you know, most of the people that you meet in life, you know, in your childhood or teenage, you know, you feel like that's your niche and anybody else that might come across, you know, it doesn't seem like it depends. Like, I don't know. I guess maybe because of my past experiences, and I don't think it's just about getting hurt. To me, it's just that it feels like people are very judgmental of who we are or whatever. People want to criticize you and stuff like that. Or um, So yeah, earlier you said that you trusted yourself, though. So do you trust yourself that you can potentially make the right connection with people or meet the right people that you can actually build relationship with them? Or do you just feel like, hey, I don't want to build, I don't want to talk to people because I think for the most part, most people are terrible. That's an example. That's partially true and, and, and not, you know, now I do feel like at least where I'm at in my life, I met a lot of people, which I you know, are potential people that I could build a relationship with, you know? How about you, Lander? Do you feel the same way? In regards to... Like, um, okay. Hmm. About... Do you do you let your walls down easily when you meet new people? Like, how do you navigate uh, having huh. trust? I think it, it for me it depends. Um, if we come new people, yeah, I do have my shields up. I think it's I I think um you know it's a defense mechanism, you know that we all possess. And I feel like it's a way of us protecting ourselves from being, you know, from getting hurt. Or, you know. And I feel like, for me, yeah, I have a different mechanism when I first meet people. I feel like I'm more, I just, I'm more into observing them. Like their, their, their interactions, how they interact with others, how they interact with me, learning, you know, I you know, basically want to learn more about them. Ask, you know, one of the things that I do is I ask questions, you know, just to get to know them on a, you know, on a, you know, as be, you know, generalized, trying to generalize trust first, trying to form some sort of trust by, you know, having this sort of like open discussion or, you know, breaking the ice, getting to know their name, you know, where they're from, what they like to do, stuff like that. It allows me, you know, to get to know them, you know, a little bit more. And as, you know, as time goes on, I ask them, you know, philosophical questions or questions about, about them, you know. But yeah, that's one way that I go about it when it comes to establishing like trust and developing it as I go on forward. Would you say that it's easy or difficult for you to build relationships? I would say that it's easy. 
you know, I'm not easy. I'm a I'm a person that I'm easy going. I could be I'm introverted, but I'm very easy going. You know, um, whoever you know, I ask you know if they need help or something. One way to establish trust, you know, is um trying to you know get to know with you know what is it that you know what are their needs and what is their wants. You know, what are their goals, their dreams, their aspiration getting to know them a little bit more as time goes on. But yeah, that's one way that for me is easy. I'm, you know, I'm very funny and I just, you know, have this other one thing to able to uh, help people whenever, you know, whatever the case um, may arise, always be there. But yeah. Alright, so I have a question for all of you. What, well, several questions. But my first question is, when it comes to having a relationship with your significant other, for example, if you have one, or if you don't have one, like, what, what trust and, like, um, what do you expect from that trust in that relationship? Like, what do you want in that level? That's an interesting question. Um, <clears throat> what do I expect from that relationship from my significant other? Was that the correct question, Jamal? Yeah, in, in, in levels of trust. And levels of trust. Um, to put it simply, um, I'm right now, um, I've been single for about a year. Uh, I was dating someone for about my shortest relationship in years was only about five months. And the reason it didn't work out because of, um, there was, uh, there was a dishonesty, um, very early in the relationship. And, um, that was found out and, um, we try to work around it, but it didn't work anymore. So this kind of goes back and correlates to what you're talking about, about trust. Um, so for me personally, um, I value respect, I respect, and I value honesty in my relationships. Um, and that's very difficult to create. Uh, sometimes it's very difficult, but if you're an honest person, if you're genuine, um, I don't think it's too difficult to get a relationship. But the problem is, it's just, it's, you need to be able to create these situations in your relationship and some people don't and uh that unfortunately um uh, unfortunately can create a lot of situations that trust can break in a relationship so for you that this honesty basically broke any level of trust that you had with her Yes, actually, um, because um, if I'm going to give you my time, attention, and my resources, um, I'm doing all these things to build our relationship because we're going to go somewhere. You know, we have goals. We want to we want to travel. We want to work on our uh, potential business plans or have a family. I need to know that you're a person that I can I can go to work knowing that you got everything else functioning that you could be able to take everything um take care of everything else if i'm not around that's very important to me 
And uh, I'm not talking about the idea that, you know, um, I don't I don't care much about the gender roles. I just care about just knowing that we as a, as a team, we can do our job to take care of the home. And I would like to know that my partner has my best interests and doesn't lie to me. And likewise, I would do the same to for my partner because I'm very honest and straightforward to the um, to the people I'm dating. And uh, and if you can't do the same for me, that bothers me personally. That's 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 the bare minimum for me to be in a relationship with an individual. I agree. I think when it comes to a relationship, uh, honesty and respect is like one of the first things that has to be laid down in the foundation, because if you disrespect your significant other or, or you know, or vice versa, you disrespect each other and then it creates a toxic environment and sometimes that toxic environment has a ripple effect and you mentioned uh, dishonesty from the very beginning that you found out later on and you know that already created a rift between you both it created a, a it basically cut that relationship and the foundations that you laid like you bas- it basically made you question probably like was this worth it did I actually invest all this time all this trust and effort and love into this potential relationship that I wanted to see prosper and then this person did me dirty and changed my whole perspective of how I was thinking about her that's what you mean right and um yes uh, I definitely would say that um and honestly, if anything, uh, I wouldn't say I wasted my time because I don't think there's such a thing as time wasted. Um, I believe that you learn a lesson from any any interaction. So I guess one thing I learned from this particular situation personally is that um, I need to be better at uh, vetting these people that I'm allowing to be so close to me. And also as... If I'm intera- if I'm attracting people that are like this, then I myself as an individual need to be better. So I don't allow these situations to happen again. So I've taken the time in recent months to focus mostly on myself because I had to re- so um, I had to turn I had to use all that energy that I was using trying to you know be with people and all this stuff to basically use that energy for myself which is, um, for me personally, has been great. Uh, I've been going out more. I've been getting into new hobbies. I've been taking care more of my health. All these things have been culminating because I decided to not put that energy into another relationship right now. And I think, if anything, that's going to allow me, myself, to be a more genuine, stronger individual for any relationship that I'm going to be in and potentially uh, will make me a better partner. Um, at least that's the way I'm... That's at least the way I'm um, working towards myself and how I'm improving to minimize these type of situations to potentially happen again. This is why people say that communication is key, because if there's no communication, then there's basically nothing. Agreed. If you cannot communicate with the individual about something as basic as this, um, or the individual decides to lie to you about something so fundamental in a relationship, especially so early in a relationship, that to me tells me that you don't care about us. 
you don't care about um, you don't care about where we are actually going or my desires in the relationship. At least, um, if that's you know, if you're if you're if we're gonna start the relationship based on a lie, what does that mean for the rest of the relationship? The trust never existed because it's just a fabrication of a lie. So if you really want to have trust, you need to go in there with your honest, genuine self. That's my best advice I can give. I agree. I fully agree. I feel like, I feel like again, honesty is very important. Communication is important. Being true to who you are is important because sometimes people lose themselves when they're in a relationship. They're all about dedicating the their love and attention to this individual and they forget all about themselves. They lose themselves in the process and I think it's I think when you think about that it's very important to be mindful about yourself and about how much you're giving up on into this relationship and never lose sight of who you are because the person if that person loves you then that person fell in love with the person that they met the person that they got to 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 see grow and and their life stories were shared and stuff like that that's the person you fell in love with if you try if you lose yourself then what was the point you know i think it's very important to to stay true to who you are no matter what when it comes to a relationship because if that person accepts like thinks of you highly or you know appreciates you then that person will want you to be yourself not somebody that you're not because if you're somebody that you're not in a relationship then there's a lot of issues there you know like a lot of baskets uh, to unveil <laughs> in a way because there's a lot because if you if you fabricate a relationship based on a lie, like if you, you know, if you start a relationship with a lie, then you're already on to the wrong track. Because that lie is going to catch up to you eventually, somewhere down the road. And when that person finds out that you lied about a specific thing that they thought highly of you for, it's going to hurt them. And that goes for any relationship, not just for your significant other, but any other relationship as a friend, as a uh, colleague at work or whatever. I think being honest about uh, being honest and being who you are is very important. And I think me personally, when I carry myself with in conversations or as an individual, like with people, like I think people know that I'm always honest. Like I try to stay true to who I am because I don't want people to to know any other side of me that don't exist because I feel and I think you know this from me because you know me since I was a kid and Joaquin and Lander know me too well too like I appreciate honesty and I expect the same in return like if I'm giving you the honesty I expect you to give me the same level of respect I agree. Same here. How about you, though, Hawking? Okay, like, what do you seek in, uh, in trust, like, in any type of relationship? Does it have to be with a significant other, but, like, in general, like, what 
what type of trust and what type of foundation you want in that relationship. I think it, I appreciate a lot just, you know, people uh, being genuine, just being genuine themselves, you know, respectful. And a lot of things that people don't talk, like boundary, you know, and trust, there's also boundary, the respect of one person's boundaries, you know. I agree. Like, sometimes you need your own space. And that's something else about relationships in general. Sometimes people suffocate you and don't let you um, don't let you be free in a way. Like they they suppress they try to suppress who you are, and I don't think you should allow that in any capacity. Like you should be able to be yourself. And if people don't appreciate you for who you are, if people judge you based on how you look or your voice or how tall you are or whatever, you know. Those are all physical attributes that fade over time. Like, you're friends with the person is not because of what they can give you. It's, it's about the, the foundation, the trust, the, the shared stories, the understanding, the appreciation like you said you know those are the things that count one thing i can say to that joel is um just live life unapologetically don't care what anyone thinks about you just live life the way you feel do you want to live your life and if people don't like you they don't like you it doesn't really matter just you're not gonna please everyone it's it's better that way and this goes back to we were just talking about the idea of trust that you need to trust yourself if you really want to try to build these type of relationships. Agreed. And another quote I think I like that I uh, read the other day, uh, do not do unto others what you don't want others to do unto you. I think it's self-explanatory. That's <laughs> a great quote. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Lander, how about you, Lander? For me, how would I um how I go about trust when it comes to relationship? Um, I'm very simple. I um uh, when it comes to relationship, I like to I like to say my I like to I like to let them know uh, my standards. And things that I, you know, that I will not tolerate, and things that I, you know, that I will learn to probably, you know, live, you know, live with. I think one of the things that I, you know, that I set as a standard is, you know, respect and communication and understanding. I feel like, you know, being able to have a relationship, but also like being able to trust somebody and always you know, be able to have that level of mutual respect and, you know, and create boundaries where each other will not cross. And if that line is crossed, then the relationship is terminated. But yeah, I'm, I'm very straightforward when it comes to my uh, relationship and trust. I set my standard 
uh, you know, I feel communication is basically the essential key to any relationship. Able to communicate good things and bad things in a relationship helps the relationship not only grow, but it also helps us understand each other and things that we're willing to, you know, willing to let go or something that we're willing to, we need to work on. And I feel like it's also allows it to be to develop as well. Develop the bond and also develop the the love as well. Yeah. Uh you said something interesting um a second ago. Um you said something that if someone um in a relationship um hurt your boundaries then the relationship is over. In this yeah. kind of context, um in this kind of context, I just want to make sure um, are we referring to your address your boundaries and the individual disrespected your boundaries, or is this a situation that the person did not know your boundaries? And I feel like no, the I set my standards, which they also include my boundaries. But it's for you know, forever some reason, someone you know, somebody actually crosses that line, then yeah, the relationship is. Is over because the moment is that that's the thing. Also, boundaries is just me letting you know I'm putting my trust that this is the standard and this is the boundary that I'm setting for our relationship. And if you cannot follow this simple boundaries, then that means that there is the respect is completely gone at that point. Because I feel like you know you set your standard and you set your boundary and the person agrees to to it and then goes you know and breaks it it's just you know it's a bro it's a um it's a disrespected relationship right yeah, yeah. it's a break of trust as well so yeah. you know no i get that i was just trying to make sure i, I yeah going by because if you're going by saying like oh they shattered my they disrespected my boundaries but it wasn't stated that's i was like what <laughs> but no i completely understand and that's I 100% agree. If you're in a relationship and an individual did something you clearly saying you don't like and they still do it, even though you told them don't do something, they obviously do not respect you and you might as well just walk away in that situation. You're 100% correct on that. Yeah. How about you, Fraser? How about you, Joel? Like, what's, what's something that you value? Um, how do you establish trust in a relationship? I mean, from the very beginning, I'll be crystal clear that communication is key, and um, the value in a relationship, I think it starts from the very beginning, you know, like, you know your limits, you know what bothers you, you know that your significant other should know as well, like, what bothers you, what takes you off, or what... Um, Hmm. You know, now that I think about it, I feel like when it comes to relationships, at least for me, I think when I built that trust with somebody, it has to be on the unequal level. I don't know if you understand what I mean, but like, I would like to know from the beginning what I'm getting myself into and I would think that the person on the other end 
they want to establish that uh, the same level of of communication when it comes to that. Do you know what I mean? It's similar to the quote that I said earlier. You know, you want, you know, people need to show their guts to each other. Exactly. And I think I think that's very important for me, at least. Like communication, I think is one of the things that I value the most in a relationship. But like, I don't care about. Like I care about you know, going on dates and doing all this stuff and. But I think primarily, I think the communication is like the main factor for me. Like I don't care about the about a person's physical attributes or whatever. Like I care more about the, the, the feelings more than anything else. And if we're able to convey those feelings honest, like honestly and open, then. Um, the relationship is going to flourish because good or bad you know when it comes to the communication like if there's anything good or bad then at least you're you're able to talk about it in a healthy healthy way instead of you know keeping it inside you until you explode and you're like enough is enough you know what I mean it's better to to navigate the relationship honestly and openly and if you have issues along the way at least you're able to discuss it and and not hold it in because if you hold something in it's gonna eventually you're gonna explode and it's gonna be a big argument and why 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 do all that why bottle like why hold all that negative energy inside you when you can just communicate it from the beginning and be like hey this bothered me I don't want you to do that again because the way it made me feel was because of XXX. You know what I mean? Like, it's better to just be open. I think a lot of the reason why people are not honest with each other in relationships sometimes are just because they're one, fear, two, insecure, unfortunately. Um, if those things, like you said earlier, if communication could be established early in the relationship, you can actually bypass those problems. Um, but it takes down to you, you know, it takes, it, it goes down to the relationship in the very beginning that these things need to be established. I think a lot of times people fail at establishing these very fundamental rules in relationships as they end up running into those problems like you mentioned. And I think that also if you start a relationship with lies, then those short lies are going to build up, you know what I mean? You start off with a small lie. That small lie becomes a bigger lie, and that bigger lie becomes a bigger lie. And then when your significant other finds out that you lied about all these things, then what's going to happen? Either an argument is going to happen, or your significant other is going to be like, you know, I don't know who you are anymore. I don't know if I, if I fell in love with the person that I fell in love with. And what are they going to do? They're going to break it off, or they're going to work through it to see if they can like make it work and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't but if you build a relationship based on lies and it and i think it doesn't even have to be with a significant other it could be any type of relationship if you build a relationship or a friendship on lies from the very beginning then you do not cons you do not consider that person important to you can i ask a question to you guys is that okay um, what's the most important relationship that you need to have in life for you guys? Like, who, who, with, with 
whom should you have the most trust with if you want to prosper in life for you guys? I don't know, that's an interesting, that's an interesting question. For me, uh, I have always been close with my family. Like, communicating with them is an essential part of who I am. Like, if I feel any type of way, those are the people I go to first and, and convey my feelings because those are the people that, if I need to cry, and men do cry, by the way. If men do cry, or you know, if I cry, those are the people that I'm gonna like go to and let my heart out. Like those are the people I'm gonna go to and talk about it. So, for me, family is very important. I think uh, at least the relationship I have with my mom was one of uh, love and and communication. That she knew, like she knew if I was sad, like she would just look at me and she would be like. Joanna, stop, get that pasta, like, you know, she would be like, Joel was wrong, and she would come to me, and she would talk, like any mother would, like, or my sister, or Damien, like, you know, those type of relationships are very important to me, so, I think having a good relationship with your family, and making sure that people that you know, also appreciate that your family is important, like, your family is important to you, then, I think the I think that's very important, cause for me family's family's power. Like, that for me, uh, those are the only family I have. Like, I've never had like uh, a grandmom or a grandfather in the picture or aunts or uncles. It was just my mom and my brothers and my sister. And you know, with that comes a lot of sacrifices. I remember my mom, uh. Instead of doing going for classes for ESL, you know, to learn Spanish, uh, English, she, she would literally stay home and just uh, uh, instead of going to those classes to learn English, she would stay home and cook for us and and do all these things. Like she made a lot of sacrifices for us. And you know, when you see someone that you care about going through that, it makes you see life in a different way. So, for me, it's family. Okay. And um, let's go with Ender or Joaquin, where one is available. I'll go. I'll say my family, my both of my parents. Uh, I think uh, in life, uh, that's key. I mean, your parents, you know, that's where you build the building block of the people that you trust in any relationship. It starts from your your foundation, your parents, you know, many people don't have that. And sometime in life, you go through life and you don't know what it, that is to have a foundation, somebody that you could go to and talk to your problem, or they see that you're sad or something is going on with you. You know, I'm, I'm you know, fortunate to have both of my parents and I had grown up where I noticed that I had uh, people that I went to school with that either they didn't have a mom or or didn't have a dad, and you notice that they didn't have somebody like to really go to. They didn't know who to trust. I think that's also 
one of the main things uh, in society too, like when you don't have a foundation of mom or dad, which are the one who are to teach you about, uh, you know, all those things, you know, to communicate and trust, you know, but a lot of people don't have that. So they go about life and, you know, they don't know how to go about it. But I will say my parents, uh, I will say parents are very important. You know, they are, you know, they are basically the principle and the building block of who you are in life. And you learn through them, you know, you learn through them how to navigate yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I agree in a lot of ways. How about you, Lender? I would say um, family. It starts and ends with family at the end of the day. I felt that, you know, the biggest, um, the most important relationship that you have is, yeah, with your parents. It's where the foundation goes. It's how, you know, we humans um, interact with one another. Everything that we learn from our parents and even the things that, even our own traits, and personality traits that we carry on ourselves is the same if one of those traits that we you know we seek in our significant others things that you know that were of our parents you know it's like psychology you know that's basically human nature that's psychology right there we seek someone that has you know you know subconsciously without being aware we find things in our significant other that, you know, that our mom probably has some personality traits. And it's because, you know, we feel comfortable with those, with those personality traits. And we so grow so accustomed to them, you know, so we seek them in others. So I feel like it, it starts with our parents. Our parents basically shape us to who we are. And then it just carries on from there. And I feel like many people don't have that. And also, it's like our parents is where we discover our first true love. You know, it's our mom. You know, the one that is irreplaceable. You know, that's the person that we fall, you know, we first fall in love with. And then, you know, then we grow, and then it carries on from there. But yeah, I feel like it starts with family. You know, our parent, our father is where we get are you know our trait of being you know responsible being a provider being able to be you know accountable for our actions regardless you know being you know setting ourselves to a higher standard having integrity having respect you know having morals i think that's where you know where our mothers, you know, give us our nurturing side, and I feel like that's exactly what, you know. But not everyone has that. Yeah, that's and... true. And, you know, and to not to their fault, because we don't choose our family after all. You know, things, you know, the circumstances of life, you know, how many people have that. And some people actually have one, you know. I have cousins that I had grown up with, being single, you know, being raised by a single mom, 
and she have you know she grow up to they have grown up to be you know outstanding citizen you know it happens you could be uh you know in some cases a mom can be a father and a you know and a mom at the same time and still able you know to instill those traits on their kids but i feel like nowadays we don't have that anymore we don't we don't we don't have that anymore i feel like you know single moms now in this generation is you know it's on the decline it's only like uh i would say a few if not you know some anomaly or accession to the rule where you know you grow up to be an outstanding citizen being growing up in a in a single household in a single parent household but yeah i think i want to add that family is also the people that you choose to call family that's true like it doesn't sometimes you don't have a good relationship with your parents sometimes you don't have a good relationship with your siblings but you do have a good relationship with your friends and those friends become your family so that's uh that's also an important um note that that's I wanted, true that i wanted to do because yes some people are very fortunate to have good mothers like i did sometimes I, I, my father wasn't a good father like i my level of trust with my father was zero but the level of trust i had with my mother was beyond 100 percent. and some some people do not have that same opportunity and you know but they get to form new bonds with people that eventually they call family and those are the people that they go to when when they need advice or they need uh, to talk about something or they need a vent about a situation. Those are the people that they go to because they trust them. They wouldn't go to their parents because the level of trust that they have with their parents because it wasn't a great relationship is not the same as they would have a, with a friend. Maybe their friend, the level of trust with their friends is higher because of that, you know? So. Yep. It's, it's, it's very situational, so that's why I don't want to like put all the eggs in the parent basket. But you know, there are good parents out there, but there are um, again, it all comes down to trust, and it, and it all depends on your upbringing too. So I would agree. Um, <clears throat> oh, you guys gave me like similar responses. Um, pretty much, to put it simply, family is the most important thing, and you know, I'm not going to argue on that. I think family's amazing. Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, I think... Um, I think the trust of the individual is... We should need to put that up there. Um, I don't think people really understand how important it is for an individual to go through a personal journey. Um, to trust themselves to overcome obstacles and put themselves in a situation that they have to trust themselves above all else. I think that's something that's um, very, very important. And I think that's, um, as much as I want to say family is important, um, uh, if I use myself as an example, I put myself in situations that I had to trust myself. Um, and uh, I had very close friends that I would choose, that I can, honestly, I can call them family. And, uh, 
thanks to those individuals, I would say that they have helped me move forward. So yes, I would say for my, for my, I think um, the trust to yourself has to be extremely high to survive, to overcome, to be able to build your relationships. Um, but I think the relationship to yourself is so important, and we, and I don't think we really talk about it enough. Uh, you know, have you ever like, you know, for me, I know it sounds a little conceited, but I always like looking at myself in the mirror. Um, not because I'm conceited, but mostly because I just like knowing that, hey, I look good today. Hey, um, you are a, a good looking guy. You're smart. You're this and this and these things. Um, just, I'm always like pushing myself forward because, uh, and pampering myself up because if I do those things, that's going to allow me to be a better individual. And if I'm a better individual, I'm going to attract better people to me. And I'm going to be able to pick out all the negative. I'm going to notice anyone who's going to be a negative person. So I can reject them because I'm pretty good at reading people. And so I think it's very important to be able to uh, trust yourself in the process in life. Because that's going to allow you to flourish and incredibly in, um, in whatever you want to do. Um, which is your career, your relationship with your partner, your family, and all these things. And um, um, because, like you guys said, it's very difficult growing up in a single parent household. Like Joelle, I was also raised by a single uh, a single mother. Um, my mother is a great person. She she and I just have very different philosophies when it comes to life. And so, because of that, I don't have the ability to go up to her and talk to her about certain things um, as freely as I could to let's say to Joelle. I can talk to Joel a lot more freely about certain things because he and I have very, we're very open-minded people. Um, but with my mother, she's more religious. So unfortunately, we're very, we butt heads quite a lot. And so because of this, when I'm going through hard times, I tend to not really, this is my problem. And I would say this is one of my weaknesses. I tend to cave in and not talk to other people. Even though I trust them, I'd rather not talk to people. Um, I try. I need to figure my problems out, and I trust myself enough that I can do it. Um, but I do wish, in this aspect, I do wish I can talk to people more, and I can trust people more when I'm in my weakest. Um, that will, I, my personal opinion, that we, I will consider that my personal flaw. But to answer the question that I asked all of you, I would say that the love to oneself is, is probably the most important. Second will be family, in my opinion. I think yeah. Again, trusting yourself and 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 having faith in yourself is very important. So I agree with that. I think believing in yourself is a in goes hand in hand with whatever else you have at the top of the pedestal, which is for me family. So like, if I uh, if I believe in myself and I believe in them too, you know and. I believe that when it comes to having a good uh, a good navigation through life, then you need to be who you are, and you need to be who you're meant to be. And if people don't agree with you, or if people don't see life the way that you see it, then that's on them, not on you. You can't change them. If they judge you for who you are, then that's their problem. You are going to be who you are, and they're going to be who they are. Agreed. Trying to change people is nearly impossible. The best thing you can do is just be yourself. 
It's just go back to what we said earlier. Just be get, just be the most genuine self you can be. Um, just live life the best you can to know that what you're doing right now is what you feel the happiest doing. Does that make sense? Such as, um, for example, I love to go hiking. I hike at least twice a week. And um, I hike once a week during after work, and I hike uh, on the weekends, at least Saturday or Sunday. Um, I love hiking. I love being out outdoors. I like being around people. I like seeing other people working hard because that makes me thinking, hey, I want to work just as hard as he is. That motivates me. You know, it's the same thing going to the gym, seeing other people who work, who've been there for two or three years, and you can see the results. Like, in my mind, I'm keep telling myself, I want to, I'm going to keep working. I want to be just like these people. And that motivates me. I like being around these individuals. Um, and, uh, and knowing the, and trusting yourself to, to put yourself in these situations and keep putting in the work, honestly, that's just going to build confidence. And that confidence is just going to manifest in ways in your life that you don't even know. Um, and that's what's so beautiful about this is personal trust leads to so many great benefits later on the road as long as you want to put in that work in, you know? I agree. And to close off this amazing episode of Trust, and I appreciate you guys being here tonight. Um, is there anything you want the audience to know about your... Uh, any advice you want to give them? Like, any uh, anything related to trust specifically? I think I said pretty much, but I would just reiterate it again. Um, trust yourself above all else. Um, live life unapologetically as much as you can because uh, life is too short. And um, thinking what other people think about you, whether you're short or you're, you might look different, it doesn't matter. Um, everyone is different. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. This world is beautiful in so many ways. And you don't even realize how beautiful you truly are so trust yourself you know go out there make mistakes that's okay talk to people be awkward it's all right and i promise you if you do that you're gonna make some amazing friends you're gonna make some amazing relationships and chances are you're gonna potentially meet your significant other in that fashion as well How about you, Lander Hooking? Any uh, closing um, advice for the audience? I would say just be your true self. And like Fernando has said, you know, you need to trust in yourself. And I have to say building relationship is powerful. Friendship is power. You know, just be genuine to, with the people that you care. Don't be afraid to open up and trust, you know. I mean, it's a journey. It's a journey we're all learning, you know. It's all about the journey and just learn as you go. I mean, we can't be afraid, you know. Afraid basically holds us back, you know. Uh, Tyler made a comment on the on the chat and he says I agree being able to trust yourself is extremely important but it's also extremely important to acknowledge to yourself when you make mistakes and learn from them I, I agree. agree yeah I agree with that I think uh, and I think that goes back to what we were just talking about if you trust yourself that you can actually succeed 
but also know you're going to make mistakes. Chances are, um, uh, learning from those mistakes are going to make you a much better individual. And like I said, you're going to meet people around the world that whether you like them, um, uh, you're going to meet people around the world that uh, you're going to uh, men, uh, it's gonna the relationship is gonna work or it's not, and that's okay because those relationships are not gonna work. They're gonna help you towards this relationship that will work little by little. So just trust the process. I feel like life is growing pains. You're you're gonna transition through life, you know, and you're gonna make mistakes along along the way. Sometimes those mistakes are gonna be to other people, and sometimes those mistakes are gonna be mistakes that you self inflicted on yourself, not. On purpose but like you know no one's perfect every human makes mistakes and it's good to acknowledge when you're wrong but it's also very important to acknowledge when you're right and I completely agree with Tyler it's we learn from our mistakes and when we learn from those mistakes we become better we become a better person for it so thank you for that I appreciate it How about you, Lander Hooking? Any uh, closing statements for the audience? I think it's Lander, right? I think it's either. I think they're there. Lander Hooking? Well, while they come back, um... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so acknowledging the the social sciences of trust, I can guess there are four different types of social science trust. So there's the first one is the generalized trust, which is the trust that we put on strangers or, you know, the trust that we put on modern society and the large amount of social interaction among strangers that we incur, that we interact with. Basically, it's just a stranger that you meet and you say hello or, you know, say how the weather is doing. And another, the... The second one is the out group. The trust is with an individual that has a member of a different group, which is a member of uh, an uh, ethnic group or citizen or different country, for example. So someone that we interact from, you know, from a different background, culturally or socially, or even from a different country. And uh, the fourth, the the third one is in-group, so the trust that we place on members of our own group, so people that we have in our inner circle, friends, um, you know, co-workers, um, family. And then the last one is the trust in, the neighbors that we consider relationship between individual or among, among, among um, our family or significant other. So, um, trusting is the trust that we put in ourselves, like you were saying, talking about, you know, being able to trust, being able to trust yourself, and also acknowledge when you also make mistakes, basically holding yourself accountable, and learning from it, and moving forward. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh. 
Um, Angelo says, trust is a delicate construct. When you trust someone, it's important to acknowledge that no one is perfect and that people will make mistakes. More importantly, it is very commendable when people right their wrongs. It shows that you matter to them more so than anything. I, I agree, with, agree that. with that. I agree with that. Oh yeah. Because you're bound to make mistakes in relationship with someone. It's we're not perfect, and um, I think it's That's very need, true. you know, I, like I said earlier, I know Joe for since me and Joe have been friends since third grade, and I've considered him like my brother. And we have had disagreements before, and we at least been grown up enough to be able to mend you know, sit down and talk about those differences and deal with them. And that's important to me. Uh, it's important to be able to come back to have those conversations, especially with the people that you decided to have in your life. That's the whole point of having friends that you consider so important to you. If you can't even do that, then what's the point? about you, Hawking? Any closing um, statements for the audience? The Hawking is Hawking. Oh. oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. So, just closing statement. Yes, the uh, accountability is important. It shows character. And it shows that you're willing, it shows maturity and willingness to, you know, hold yourself accountable. And it shows character that you care for the others. And one more thing to say is your social construct is very important because it makes, it makes you who you are. And it also builds, builds, uh, Bills on your personality for the good of, or for the good or the bad, depending on on what type of environment you are socializing with. I agree. I also want to add a quote that um, I think resonates with me a lot, and um, it goes, "Don't underestimate your own strength." to persevere, to make it through the most difficult times. And just as importantly, don't underestimate your ability to help someone else during their most difficult times. Sometimes all it takes is a kind word or gesture to help someone make it through their day. And I think that's very important in in, in life, you know, because we don't know how much of an impact you will have on someone just by being nice. And sometimes being nice is uh, it means a lot to somebody that's going through a very difficult time, and it could be in their day, it could be uh, in the in the month. Like you don't know, like you know, you, like we don't know what's going on. So I think it's very important to always uh, have that helping hand, because sometimes it all it takes is a kind word to to help somebody. And again, that all goes back to the trust part. Um, trust in yourself and your abilities to be able to not only help yourself but to help the people around you because when you help yourself and when you help other people you're not only elevating yourself but you're also elevating others 
So was, I think it's very, it's very good to keep that in mind. Another way you can look at that is like if you trust yourself in that kind of situation, then you're actually helping the world. Because every single time you are honest with yourself and you're able to lift someone up, that person is, chances are they're going to make someone else feel better. And it's just a chain of events of going down of, uh, of your, uh, because of your actions created a much better um, situation for the world and for the, well, for the community and the world. Yep. I have a quote. Huh? I have a quote. Okay, what's the quote? A man trusts another man when he sees enough of himself in him. Yeah, yeah. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about, right? You know, uh, it, it takes a lot for us who've been hurt to be able to open ourselves up to people. So it makes sense that the people you're going to trust the most are going to be the people that um, can, uh, uh, I'm going to put it, sympathize the most with your pain that you've gone through. And I feel like those people are the ones that end up being the closest. Um, you know, especially when they're able to lift you up when they're down. I think that's so amazing. I, I find people who want to help others when they themselves, um, when they themselves are not doing great, but yet they still want to do their best to try to help others. Those people are amazing, and I love them. I think uh, I, I I hope for those type of people. I I wish that everyone could keep being like that and. And as they get burned, to not give up under light because the, you are special. You're truly special if you're able to, even when you're hurt, still want to help your friends, help your family. Um, but do, but I will definitely add to that that don't ignore yourself, take care of yourself, eat well, exercise, um, do everything you can. But you are, if you're willing to do things like that, I think you are to change the world needs in my opinion. Another powerful quote, beat the change you wish to see in the world. And with that, I say it all. <laughs> that was some good ones. <laughs> yeah, that was some good ones. So. That was not a bad, um, that was not a bad show. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Joel. Thank you guys for being here. Um, it's been awesome. Thank you, Joel. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.